Welcome. I've seen something. Plays tricks on your mind. This is no coincidence. Put on your seatbelts. You are on the fastest route your destination. The other side. Hello and welcome to Destination Other Side, the podcast that puts the PA in paranormal. My name's Mackie, and thanks for joining me for another episode as we flesh out the things that haunt us in this beautiful state. I will say that as the air gets cooler and the days get shorter, I am more inspired to talk about ghosts and all the things like that, because I am a sucker for the spooky season, what can I say? But I hope you are too, because you are definitely in the right place, especially for this episode. But before we start, I just want to say quickly, I want to throw it out there. I have a brand new website for you to check out. Visit destinationotherside.wordpress.com to learn more about the podcast. You can ask me questions up there and check out my favorite places online to go for more paranormal Pennsylvania stories. So check it out. That's destinationotherside.wordpress.com. So today we are going to talk about a place that has been almost entirely claimed by ghosts a small town in Pennsylvania that has been described as being more dead than alive. On the eastern side of Pennsylvania, near the Delaware River, is a town called Regalsville. This town has a very deep history, from the beautiful architecture to the sights along the river, but it also has quite a few tales to spin of ghosts and ghouls. So let's back it up a little bit as we do. The earliest knowledge of this town specifically was before colonization. Apparently, this town is ancient and has many sacred properties, according to the history of the native Lenape tribe. As always, if I'm not pronouncing that correctly, please let me know. But the chief of this tribe was a shaman who believed this area was best for people to come and be cleansed of their negative energies. You know, I'm sure we know a couple people who could be cleansed of those negative energies. Now, for a while, this remained a blessed land. But after colonizers came, the town was officially made, well, a town and recognized in 1806. During this time, a lot of the native burial grounds were disturbed and leveled over. And this might have been the catalyst, the start to the town's haunted history. But during the advent of more people, more business, the town thrived by the river as canal jobs opened up factories and mills were built. Generally, everybody was pretty happy being here. Nothing was reported much until the more current times from what I know, circa the 90s, at least as current as that is. But people say because this native land was disturbed, it almost has attracted ghosts here. They seem magnetized to all the spiritual energy that's around the town. It's still overall a pretty happy place from what I've seen. It's a quiet, small, riverside town. You know, what's not to like? As of 2019, Regalsville had a population of only 811 people. And today it's still pretty beautiful and it seems to be a thriving community. So how did this, of all places, come to be one of Pennsylvania's most haunted towns? Well, with any place that has a history that old, it is definitely not hard to understand why. Despite all of the stories of ghosts, I think that people tend to covet the hauntings since they're they're so unique to the area. It's said that if you stand in the center of the town cemetery, every building you see around you is haunted, quite literally every single one. So let's explore those buildings. We're going to talk about one of the most haunted buildings in the town first, the Regalsville Inn. It was referred to as the Central House Inn for many of its operating years since it opened in 1838 but then it was owned by the Bergfeld family starting in 1983. One of the daughters of the owners, Catherine, she actually wrote a lot about the activity. 
She described voices, footsteps, figures appearing and disappearing, all felt by not only her, but her sisters as well, all the daughters of the family. Now, sometimes people have said they do see a little girl turning the faucet on, and she tells people that she drowned in the canal. There's really not much validity to any of the ghosts that they tend to see there, but what did happen once, the daughters used a spirit board or a Ouija board to connect with who or whatever was behind these acts. Nothing much was said about the results they got, but Catherine did say they definitely felt something while this happened. What is known is that these ghosts started to get a little more severe in their actions afterwards. Catherine described once being pushed down the stairs by a great force, which she could not see. Afterwards, she did contact a paranormal team who confirmed that the inn was definitely full of activity and that she wasn't just imagining things. She jokingly refers to it as the hotel that never closed. Today, it's not a hotel anymore. It does serve as a restaurant and bar and attracts people from in town and tourists visiting the area for a new experience. New experiences, indeed. A lot of people say they do still see paranormal activity. The next building is the fire station. Now, before it was a fire station, the building stood as an old church. But the history actually comes with its later years. Supposedly, there's a spirit of a former fireman named Howie Purcell who passed away back in 1991. He dedicated a lot of his time to this place. He was so passionate about being a fireman that he actually stayed there after his death. He said to roam around the engine room and creep people out, just kind of wandering around doing his job beyond the grave. Now, other people say they see a female school teacher roaming around the halls and rooms, but there's no real story behind that. The pastor of the town, Jeffrey Wargo, and members of the fire station company have all confirmed weird activity to be going on pretty much all over the place. Fire station members often say that no one will go to the bathroom alone due to being too creeped out. Now, several people have conducted paranormal investigations of that fire station, and they've captured several EVPs, some of ghosts telling people that there are 11 spirits in the building, others telling people to get out. There was even one time where someone put on a fireman's jacket, and some ghost told them to take that off. Just a ton of activity is reported here. Now, coincidentally, the station is literally right next to the cemetery that is also pretty haunted, so it's not surprising that there would be some ghosts who may have liked to walk over to the building. In the cemetery, people often hear phantom horses stomping on the ground, and they see a woman walking around with a parasol. There's really no story behind her, but the pastor of the town claims to have a photo of her. So next, let's go to the public library. It's said to be haunted by the spirit of a little girl named Mary Louise Auchenbaugh, I might be pronouncing that wrong, but guests often spot her running around the church, but mostly the library. It makes sense because before the library came to be in 1885, it was a prep school for quite some time. Beyond that, not a lot of information is available, but most people who have taken tours of the library will sometimes notice eerie vibes and experience some form of activity. Now, since I mentioned the church, the office of the church is haunted too. Surprise, surprise. A man named Cyrus Stover had actually purchased the house, which of course now serves as the office, but was killed in the Civil War before he ever got to live there. He was buried nearby just a couple hundred yards away in the cemetery, and now his ghost lives in the house that he missed when he was alive. The current owner of the office has indeed said that Stover haunts the place because alarm clocks, other forms of technology will just be messed with. Visitors also often say they will see and feel Stover near them when they sit in the office for a while. 
How they know it's him, I have no clue, but people just say they got that feeling. So the last most famously haunted Regalsville building is the Parsonage. The pastor of the local church, remember him, Jeffrey Wargo, he moved to Regalsville a while ago and stayed in the Parsonage for one night. He heard footsteps that kept him awake pretty much the whole night. And apparently after that, he left and stayed with his parents for an entire month. But it was pretty interesting because he just couldn't stay away. He would indeed return to the parsonage, too fascinated with its activity to stay away from it. What's crazy is that he himself is described as sort of a skeptic, but he does believe the parsonage and the whole town is definitely haunted. He still lives in the parsonage and actually got married and had a son there. The family says they got used to the ghosts that lived with them, very used to it at that. Doors would open and shut, footsteps would be heard, lights would turn on and off, but they said they've pretty much learned to live with all of this. Pastor Wargo says whoever lives there with them is not an evil spirit because they've had plenty of opportunities to hurt the family, but they just won't do it. They say the spirit is benevolent at the most and pretty passive at the least. So Wargo and his family still live in the parsonage to this day as far as I could find. Now, not only are all of the main buildings of this town haunted, but individual members of the community have also come forward reporting activity in their own homes. Nothing specific that I could find, but the basic signs of hauntings have been reported from pretty much every corner of the town, with or without historical stories behind them. So far, there is only one home in the town that had expressed concerns of an evil spirit, and Pastor Wargo came and blessed the home. The owner said that seems to have fixed the problem. With how small the town is and the concentration of paranormal activity, it is no wonder why Regalsville is called one of Pennsylvania's most haunted towns. Speaking of those houses, just out of curiosity, I actually did look up potential real estate in the area, and there are some really, really beautiful houses on the market right now in Regalsville. So if you want to live in a haunted historic town, it'll only cost you a few hundred thousand dollars, but it just might be worth it, all things considered. Now today, the pastor really likes to tell the history of the town, the vast amount of stories about the ghosts that roam among the living, and above all, he loves to give haunted tours of the town to visitors that come to Regalsville, especially around Halloween time. Once during a tour with college kids, of course, a ghost actually showed itself and the kids could not wait to leave. They were just terrified. Now, Pastor Wargo has also written two books on the area, Ghosts in the Ville and More Ghosts in the Ville, which detail more on the specific hauntings. For almost 25 years now, he's been collecting stories, educating people, and generally just spreading the culture of the town to different areas of the state. If you ever visit Regalsville, no matter what building you're in, just be sure to look closely because you might see some activity pretty much anywhere you are in the town. And if you ever have taken a road trip there already, please tell me if you saw, heard, or felt anything. But with that being said, that's going to be it for this episode of Destination Other Side. Thanks so much for joining me again. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, I have a new website to check out, destinationotherside.wordpress.com. Get online, read up more about me, about the podcast, ask me some questions, and of course, check out the resources that I put up on my blog page on the website. Again, destinationotherside.wordpress.com. And of course, don't forget to check out our other podcasts online at WCHX1055.com, GoldHitsWKVA.com, and Star967.com. There's a bunch of stuff there you're going to love, and you can binge all of the previous episodes of Destination Other Side. 
But again, that's gonna be it. Thanks again, you guys. Until next time, goodbye and good day to everyone in every dimension.